right, so we're over 40 episodes in now, so I think I'm not going to bother recapping. and People can just figure out what the show's all about. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. You ready? Ready. Are you? Because you're just sitting there, happy as a clam, eating your McFlurry. <laughs> try not to rub the spoon against the cardboard. I'm going to try, yeah, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to stop eating it. Okay, fine. I feel like I have to introduce it in some way. Should I just say hello? Shall I acknowledge that people are there? Yeah. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Friends till the end. You know what it's all about now. Just a couple of cool guys hanging about, watching some television. You're going to say your name? I'm Michael. You're Elizabeth. Here we go. Here we go. Let's do this. We've had a bit of a friends-friendly day, haven't we? We have. Before watching the episode that we... I, I got... <laughs> I feel all out of whack. This is Friends Till the End. It's your one-stop shop for all things Friends, where we watch episodes of Friends. We just watched... Episode... <laughs> you looking at me so disappointed. I blew it. I blew our cool new opening. That's all right, man. All right. We just finished watching season two, episode 22, the one with the two parties. Mm-hmm. It was a good episode. I enjoyed it. We'll find out what you thought in a minute. Mm-hmm. But before we watched that episode, we watched a Friends, Friends on Film. Mm-hmm. We watched a Friends movie. We saw Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, we watched Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Romy and Michelle's high school. Romy. Oh wow. Romy. And Michelle's high school reunion. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen it before. Like, oh my God, roles were reversed. I know. You, you were the expert on the movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I was new to it. What did you think of it? More specifically, what did you think of Lisa Kudrow's performance? Can we acknowledge the little pterodactyl noise I just Mm -hmm. made? (laughs) What the hell? Um, I can't wait to hear that later. I thought it was very charming, actually. I wasn't looking forward to seeing it. Mm -hmm. It, it, I I thought it it opened like a sort of Clueless ripoff. Yeah, but Clueless is a good movie, too. Yeah, hence the Mm ripoff. But, no, I like, like... I mean, it's not great, but it was it was charming, <laughs> and Lisa Kudrow was was good mm-hmm. playing a she's great, you know, still playing a bit of a weird kooky character, but a little bit more vapid than yeah Phoebe Buffay definitely. But as as brightly colored, as brightly colored, and... she didn't have the pain of a mother killing herself or a stepdad in prison. No. So I guess I'd like to think it was just the same person whose lives took different paths. Like sliding doors. Or maybe it's her twin sister, actually, in the role. Ursula? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No, it was alright. It was it was okay. And we saw someone else from Friends in that movie. It was too. it was kind of friends heavy. It had uh, Justin Theroux in it, who played the cowboy with the cigarettes. He is now although I don't think he ever makes an appearance in Friends, he is now Mr. Jennifer Aniston. I didn't know that was him. Yes. He's cute. Yeah, he's alright. Yeah, he's cute. Yeah. And then we had Fun Bobby. Fun Bobby was there as well, yeah. Romantic. Interest of uh, Michelle. Michelle, yes. yeah. Hits on tough times at the end. Ugh. He's an alcoholic in this as well. I know, how oh, fitting. Boy. Maybe the actor is an alcoholic and all he can play is that type. Maybe he's just trying to raise awareness, only taking on roles that show the dangers. what alcoholism is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. I like your one better. It's Thank less you. it's less slanderous than my opinion. <laughs> I'm sure he's doing great, whoever he is. Yes. Yeah. Ah, that was good. That was all right. Mm-hmm. 
Do you, would you like an Ask Elizabeth question? Yes, please. All right. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Good. Thank you. Today's question comes from at Wild Rover on Twitter. And it's life advice. Life advice. Yeah. There we go. And the question is, your next episode you talk about the one with the two parties. Elizabeth, how do you throw the perfect party? Because, <laughs> I mean, we'll get into it in the episode, but in this episode we kind of see two different ways of mm-hmm. of, of, of uh, hosting a party. One that's crazy with music and beer and volleyball and bedrooms and one with boggle and pen caps and <laughs> and word games everything um, in its place yeah i want to i want to say i'm more like the let's just do whatever but i'm oh god i'm somewhere in the middle i think you have to have order to some extent <laughs> you do you know you want to have the right people invite you don't want people to just be like yeah bring uh bring anyone bring your co-workers niece, niece's best friend's nanny okay like, you don't want to have strangers at your party so, yeah. oh, really? You, you're you not up for just having... What if a friend vouch for somebody? If it's, like, their friend? Yeah, if it's just, like, can this guy come? They're not going to create a mess. I, sure. This guy gets my stamp of approval. Sure, but if, like, that person brings a couple of their friends, too, it's just like, ah, uh, okay. Like, you know, you want to be told beforehand so you can have the right amount of plates. Plates! <laughs> In case you're serving, like... A snack? <laughs> I think we had different parties growing up somehow. Growing up in Scotland, our parties would just be like, yeah, anyone can come, everyone brings their own booze, mm-hmm. and that's about it. And there won't be snacks. Maybe at like half eleven, people will go out and get a chippy. <laughs> that's about it. Very different. Mm-hmm. No, I, I probably, I don't know, I guess I, I like to know everyone, if possible. Okay. But, I like what, music but, playing. But party. What's a party but a chance to make new friends? Okay, fine. But I'm old now, so I kind of like to stay in, have my shoes be off, mm-hmm. just do whatever. Well, you're about the age of what the what the friends are, are meant to be in this. I suppose so. Yeah. Some of them. They're all they're kind of all over the place, right? Their ages. I think they're all roughly the same. I don't know. Like, like the late twenties. Yeah. Well, no, mid to late twenties. Like, Monica's 26. Oh, okay. And Ross is probably, like, 28, 29. And I think mm-hmm. he's meant to be the oldest. So I'm in the middle there. All right. All right. So some rules. Uh, like, what, how do you throw the perfect party? Let's get back to the crux of the question. So I, su- I would supply at least some sort of drink. Like, I'd probably have... I'd probably get a bunch of beer. Okay. I'd have music. Miller Highlight? <laughs> Miller Highlight, the champagne of beers? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Cheap cheap as, uh, as it comes. Um... Music, some food, like snack, like chips and dip and crap. Yep. And then booze and ample places to sit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What music are you playing? Just like a mix of like upbeat stuff. Upbeat? Yeah. Okay. Like, and this isn't to say it's like a birthday party or a themed party. This is just like having people over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Is that What is if that a spontaneous game of volleyball broke out in a bedroom? Would you just be like, cool, man, whatever? Or would you be like, absolutely not? Well, depending on what time of night it was. So if we start, we start at, say it starts at 8.30, right? Mm-hmm. The party does? Yes. First people show up at 10. First people show up at 10. So I'm already tired at that point. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I probably am not drunk yet. So if I was drunk, I'd be like, oh, this, maybe this isn't so good. I don't know. 
But like if it had started right away, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Mm. Or I would try to remove all the valuables. But also like the room would be messy and I'd be embarrassed and ugh. What if a lamp got broken? Would you just roll with it or would you be like, come on guys. I would ask them to pay for it. <laughs> what? You would? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> all right. Well, what I'd say is please be careful. If you, if you damage anything, pay for it. <laughs> like every great party. Yep. Uh, what if someone spills wine on a rug? I expect them to clean it. Right? Leaves a stain. What happens? You send them the cleaning bill? Yeah. You are? Even if it's an accident? Even no. if it's someone, it's their first glass of the night? No, it's fine. Okay. I would hope that they would offer to help clean it, though. What time are you kicking people out of this party? Mm, when the vibe starts to get... Kind of when people are just starting to get like dragging their feet and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know, one, two. Are you providing cocaine or is it cool <laughs> if people do do their own? No cocaine at my party. No cocaine at your party. No, no illicit drugs. All right. So is that too uptight for you? That is, like, I wouldn't want to go to that party, but oh. I, but like, no, but I get like, if I was hosting a party, I think I'd be much the same. Like, I used to put host parties in my at my parents' house when I was in high school, and, like, I didn't care because it wasn't really my house. Mm-hmm. But... Well, I would care but more, now, more so. But now if it were me, I'd be like, mm, Yeah. I'd care more so if I was hosting at someone else's house, because then you're really responsible. Yeah, but I'm a teenager. I don't care. That's true. No, you're asking me this now in my old age, but if you had asked me this when I was in college, like, undergrad, mm-hmm. I probably... I probably wouldn't care as much, and I'd be, like, pouring boxed wine down people's throats, yeah. and, oh, times, they just, how we change, how we change, with every season, turn, <laughs> turn, turn, there's a season. Is that a poem? It's a song! Is it? All right, well, that was a, a good question. Thank you, mm-hmm. at Wild Rover. It was a good life advice. You've successfully vanquished your McFlurry. Mm-hmm. Or should I? Uh, I don't want to give them advertisement. Oh. You successfully finished your nondescript frozen fast food ice cream confection. <laughs> My tongue feels great. All right. Brain freeze. Shall we move on to talking about the one with the two parties? Let's. First was shown on television on the 2nd of May, 1996. Whoa. Catching up to real time. Summertime. Fun time. Gotta love it. Did a higher viewership than our last episode, which was admittedly pretty... Piss poor. Pretty piss poor. Well, I mean, 24.7 million. I mean, people aren't getting that today. Like, that's still higher than, like, the most watched show now. Really? Yeah. Oh, I feel bad. I think, like, the highest rated show on American TV is, like, The Walking Dead, and I think, like, their best episodes get about 20 million. Really? Yeah. But, like, Game of Thrones and people like that Yeah, well, that's very niche. Well, it's not very niche, but it is, it's more niche. So is The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead? Dead? I mean, that's, like, zombie people that like those things. But look at the competition today that television like shows have like we don't we don't own cable we don't watch live tv in our house what about like oprah like ellen well those are daytime stuff though yeah it's hard but like there's so many different factors now because people will record it and watch it later people can watch things on netflix like it's just it's a different ball game you can't compare today's standards but what do you think we're talking in terms of ratings for this episode if it's higher than the last episode uh which was what 24 24.7 26.6. Ooh. It's a, it's the same kind of pattern. It's 25.5, I'm afraid. Uh, 26.6, but... So, no, you're wrong. 
Wrong again. The episode opens in a new location yes. for an opening. We're in the Moondam's Diner, which we saw a glimpse of in the, the close of last episode. Monica's new place of work. Mm-hmm. She's all dolled up with her big, big wig. What kind of style is that? It's like a beehive, right? You call that a beehive haircut? No, 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 no. no? no. It's just it's just very big and okay. kind of curly and floppy. It's just very typical. of. It's kind of like the mum in Bob's Burgers. I don't she know. She has that kind of haircut. I don't know. Oh, well. That's going to be next. Um, yeah, and she has her very large fake breasts sort as well. I don't know why that's not necessary. Is that 1950s? Everyone had big No, boots? no. I don't know. Just maybe just maybe cells. it's supposed to be a character. I don't know. It could be, yeah, because she's not supposed to be the f- most attractive person ever. No, she's like an older woman. She's wearing like a, a sweater with floral pattern on it buttoned all the way up. She has like the glasses with like the things attached. But why would you have that? Why would you I dress have up? No idea. Your employees to be less attractive than they are. My guess is that it's actually supposed to be someone, and I just mm-hmm. don't know who. So they are planning a birthday party for Rachel. It's all the gang there. A surprise from... party. Yes, a surprise party for Rachel. Rachel wasn't there. Monica is giving out some tips on how to plan a party right here. She is planning on poaching a salmon. Yeah. Well, because she's on the food committee. She's on the food committee. Mm. I feel like Monica is on every committee for this party. Well, I mean, it's her one of her best friend's birthdays, mm-hmm. and she wants us to be nice, and she's hosting it. And, and a poached salmon, Elizabeth. I don't even know what that means. What's a poached salmon? Well, you know how to poach an egg? Yeah. Right. Do that with salmon instead. That sounds horrendous. Right. It's not party food, anyway. Fucking, how much salmon would she have to buy to feed, like, the... <laughs> The 400 people that they invited. She has just got back into the workforce as well. We know from the last episode she had 127 bucks in her bank. Yeah. Like, maybe she should Well, we don't know how much time has passed. Hmm? Well, going by the general rule of real time, it's been about a week. Is her plan, is she planning the old Liz Lemon trick of getting everyone drunk on salmon? (laughs) Or any fish! (laughs) We love 30 Rock. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I saw there is a... A thirty. I I feel like we've ripped them off, but there is a Thirty Rock podcast. <gasps> I think it's called like it might just be called Thirty Rockers or something. But it Wonderful. is one person that's seen every episode and loves it, and one person that's never seen it before. Oh God, yeah. I want to be on that show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It's such. It's so good. So yeah, they're basically planning the party. Everyone's giving Monica a hard time. Joey's staring at Monica's big boobs, and the episode opens yet again with a little quip from Chandler drink yeah right I, I can't even remember i can't even remember what it is at this point uh, what it was at this point but yeah there we go into the episode we go and this is kind of an episode where everyone's got the same storyline arc like yeah. usually i break it up by each person but here i've just my my notes for this are very linear they're just gonna go from scene to scene to scene so uh they're making a list in the coffee shop of who to invite this is a you know ticked off your box of a very the first first important step make yep. sure you're inviting the right people mm-hmm. joey wants to veto some people because he slept with them and never called them back what a jerk mm-hmm. rachel comes in she's been at her sister's graduation she's been at a graduation a fam of a family member yeah i think so mm-hmm. and she talks about how this happy occasion was ruined because her parents are not getting on and they just ruined it because they can't even be in the same room together without sniping each other yeah they got into a fight and even the the president or whoever was giving a speech or something it was archbishop desmond tutu or it was oh lord 
here I said the president. I mean, like the president of the school, but that's probably way more important. Okay. Um, giving a speech, and even he had to shush yeah. them for their incessant that's, fighting. So she's really embarrassed and mortified. And it's probably a good thing that they're getting a divorce. I suppose, you know, the love ran out. So they're like, oh, well. So Rachel tells them that story and then goes to work and everyone's like, well, we probably shouldn't invite Rachel's parents to the party. And then Monica's like, well, maybe we could just invite her mom because I already did. Rut row. Yeah. But that's okay. But she doesn't know. She, she yeah. what is she to do? Like, and it's fine. We've met Rachel's mom. She's, she's fun. Yeah. She, she, she'll bring the party. Yeah, that's she's fine. cool. We know her. No bother. If she turned up at the door, would you be like, come on in, Rachel's mom. You're, right. You're welcome here at this party. Take your shoes off. <laughs> Would no. you make people take their shoes off? No, no, that's no. all right. All right, cool. Unless it was raining and people were, like, trekking mm. in mud. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have them wipe them. Oddly <laughs> enough, the parties I held, shoes were always off at the door. Like, there really? was, like, a stack of, like, 30 pairs of shoes all at the door. Yeah, but, like, the shoes are part of an outfit. Like, it's a look. No, 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 no. But, no, it is. Well, we're talking, like, 16, 17-year-olds parties, like... Nobody's caring. I guess. But what if you wear really embarrassing socks and you weren't prepared? Oh, people, we just, we are, it was just a judge-free zone. People were just... Man, let's move to Scotland. What are we doing here in yeah. this no bother. hole? You're more, well, we'll see if you're welcome. We'll see. <laughs> All right, so we are, uh, the day of the party is there. Everyone's setting up. There's decorations. This is what, like the fifth party we've seen hosted in Monica mm. and Rachel's place? They, they, they host a lot. They love a party. We've seen New Year's parties. We've seen Christmas parties. We've seen Phoebe's birthday. Oh, man. Party central. Yeah, they must just kind of recycle all of the happy birthday signs yeah. and balloons. and. I yeah. guess. Monica, with her first of many party falls for the evening, she has prepared a birthday flan. Have you ever had flan? You know, I, I can't, it's unthinkable that I've gone 30 years in life without having it, although I do not specifically remember ever having it. It's certainly not something I would order. Uh, I've had it. It's yeah. fine. Kind of like it's a custardy fun. thing, but it's, it's, no it's like cake. a vanilla blah. No, like you want a birthday cake or yeah. cupcakes or cookies or whatever cookie, it is. giant cookie. Sure, All giant cookie. That's what I want. A, a block of cheese in my case. You know, yeah. really anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you carve your name into the cheese. Why don't we do that? Mm-hmm. You could shred it and it could be like um, like a coconut. It would look like coconut. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're planning the birthday. Uh, Rachel's dad pops around. He just wants to wish Rachel happy birthday. But he sees, oh, you're setting up for a party. Cool. I'm just going to hang out and come to the party. Whoa. Damn. And then moments later, Rachel's mom shows up at the door as well. They slam the door in her face. And basically that is the premise of the whole episode. Keep the parents apart Mm -hmm. at all costs. Yeah, so there's lots of scrambling happening for the next 20 minutes. It's classic farce, Elizabeth. It's classic farce in the back in the days of, you know, screwball comedies with Cary Grant and, and, and the likes. It's I love a bit of farce. <laughs> I gotta tell you. 
So I'm very excited about this. This is a good episode for that. Physical comedy and whatnot. Physical comedy. It's all about like timing and mm -hmm. misunderstandings and doors opening at the wrong minutes and people going into one room just as somebody else is coming out of another. Yeah, it's you do like that. Oh, I love I remember it. watching a Frasier episode and you're like, this one, this Frasier one. Frasier is the perfect example of it. The episode where they're at the ski cabin and like everyone's like basically trying to shag everybody, uh, that that's just about one of the best episodes of any sitcom ever. Do you think it's like a um, a classic episode, Michael? This one? Well, I don't think the farce is quite on a level as Frasier managed to hit. But No, I mean that one, the Frasier Oh, the Frasier one? A classic episode of Frasier, absolutely. <laughs> it's up there with their ham radio episodes where they do like the, the stage play. It's really good. Ah, hmm. oh, so good. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Frasier. We're here to talk about another sitcom that begins with F that was on American TVs in the mid-90s. And yeah, classic farce is what we are getting a hold of, and farce is hard to do. It's real hard to do. I've like I've, I've you know I don't want to too much. I've studied a little bit of, of farce in university. Mm. It's like there's this kind of perception that it's like easy or like comedy is easy, but like the timing has to be so like it's got to be like when it's done right, it's like a well like made watch, and it just all ticks together just perfectly. It's a real good thing. And then you know I don't think this episode is quite up there with that. But it's still good to see. Comedy is much harder to do, mm -hmm. as is singing a slow song. Over singing a, fast a slow song. song over a fast mm -hmm. song. Hmm. Yes. Interesting. So. But that's but don't but don't you notice like when you get like serious actors when they've done like some big, big big like, Oscar winning movies they're like oh I just want to do something easy I just want to like do a nice like kind of comedy and and it will be easy and stuff and it usually falls on their arse because. Comedy's hard. Right. Comedy's real hard. But the Friends gang are, are good at it. As I demonstrate every single episode of this show. <laughs> I don't know about that. I, wor I don't worry about it. I'm just naturally very funny mm -hmm. and endearing and mm -hmm. charming and mm -hmm. vivacious mm -hmm. and beautiful. And humble, again. And you don't have to read the, the Twitter comments, so you don't get your, <laughs> your confidence knocked on a daily basis. I can only imagine. That's okay. Haters gonna hate. No, everyone is very nice. We've literally had no bad things said about us online. That's nice. It's nice. It will, it'll never last, but, Aww. you know. It's We're good all just that. humans trying to live in this world yeah, together. Yeah, humans. So anyways. Yeah, so Joey takes the dad into the bedroom um, to put his coat away so that they can get Rachel's mum into the room. And then Phoebe's like, oh, let's go to the bathroom together. Sisters, hooray. And off she goes. <laughs> So then that gives them time to get Rachel's dad over to Joey and Chandler's place where they tell him the, the party is actually happening. Yes, and they call um, Monica and Rachel's place the staging area, mm -hmm. right? Yes. I didn't, I didn't fully understand what they were talking about. Oh, every party needs a good staging area. What does that mean? Like a place to leave coats or prepare food or just like store stuff. Oh, like, just where you, like, prep things. So it's like the backstage area of a oh. the, the theater. I know the, if you can understand the analogy. <laughs> I can. Okay. Oh, so, I see. That makes way more sense. I thought it was, like, a stage, like, a staging area, like, this is something that she'll, she's going to see and be confused by. Like, they were, oh, I, no. don't, I didn't know. <laughs> like, like I, everything was going to be staged. No, no, no. Oh, okay. It's just where they can, like, set up everything, I guess. I probably should have asked you that during the episode. It would have made more sense. Yeah, maybe. Oh, well. So we have two parties now, and that's the premise for the episode, to keep them apart. Uh, Chandler is, is greeting guests and basically separating them. Like, oh, there's one party here, there's one party here. <laughs> Making sure 
all the young ladies end up in his party. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Um, Rachel and Ross return from a dinner, spoon walking up the stairs, very awkwardly. Spoon walking. You're only going to step on somebody's heels doing that. Like, there's no way that that can be. They're just in their honeymoon stage, Michael. Mm -hmm. They've just said, I love you to each other. Mm -hmm. Ross has given her earrings. She says, oh, I love them. And then he's like, well, you can return them if you want. And she's like, oh, I love you even more now. (laughs) Everyone knows you can't exchange earrings. (laughs) Health and safety. Yeah, once you put them on, that's Mm -hmm. it. Well, I don't think they would take them back. If they were still in the original... The original what? Box? Box? You can put them back in the box after they beat on your ears. I guess so. Oh, so yeah, you just exchange them. So they go into Monica and Rachel's place. Surprise! Hooray! There's your mom. There's everyone. There's Gunther. Hooray! Woo, woo, woo. And then they're like, go across the hall real quick. And they're like, whoa, 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 what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. They go across to Joey and Chandler's open the door. Surprise! Hey! There's Joey and Chandler and Rachel's dad. And and like the, the, ball, the penny drops. And they're like, oh, God, no. Two parties with both my parents. So Rachel's not happy. It seemed like Rachel knew, though. Well, she knew why there was two parties. No, no, I mean, at at one point... Oh, she knew that they were planning a surprise party. Yeah. Yeah. How did she know? Was that ever talked about? Well, I think it's just like, oh, whenever you try and plan a surprise party for someone, they inevitably find out somehow. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. She's just like, she does that thing where she's like, oh, I had no idea. And then they're like, oh, really? She's like, no, I knew. And you're like, ha, 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 that kind of stinks when the surprise is ruined. So Rachel's not happy. And she's like, well, let's try to see the bright side. She's like, well, at least I get two pieces of cake this way. And they're like, ha, nope, you get a flan. One a birthday flan. flan. Yep. And then we get to just see the two parties in action. The boys' party looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, that'd There's- be like... 16-year-old Michael type party. There's volleyball. There is... In the bedroom. Drunk women sticking tongues down strangers' throats. Music is bumping. Everyone's yeah. up on their feet. Everyone, yeah, it's just a good time. Mm-hmm. Joey and Chandler know how to throw a party. I guess so. And then over at Monica's party, she is prepping everyone on a word game that she has planned. Yes, she, she has everyone seated. Mm-hmm. Nobody's speaking for her. She's sending up she has her hat and all her pens and her markers and her little pieces of paper and she's like okay now everybody write down an embarrassing moment they've had and we're going to put them in the hat mm-hmm. explaining the rules and everyone's just looking bored out of their minds i mean there's no music or anything it's just silent and they're mm-hmm. all sitting there and there's a lot of people there and at the other one there's got to be like 20 to 30 people per apartment Jeez, mm-hmm. they have a lot of friends like that all know rachel or maybe they invited maybe yeah. significant others and whatever but Yes, it's a lot of people. Interesting that they never say how old she is. No, you're right. Mm. But she is... It's so... not on the birthday flan. It's not... Well, she's the same age as Monica, right? Because they went to yeah. school together. In the ballpark, so, so yeah. 26, 26 or so. Yeah. yeah. Those youngins. So Monica's explaining the game. She does give a general announcement about pen caps. <laughs> Very important that when your pen isn't in use that you place the cap back onto the pen. We... Go over back to the boys' party. Lots of fun. Rachel's like, oh, I need to go over and talk to my mum. Can you keep my dad occupied? So we get some fun interactions between Ross and her dad for the rest of the episode, which he's, is good times. He's so awkward. He's good. I like him a lot. No, Ross is awkward. Ross is awkward. Yeah. Well, yeah. But Ross is just 
generally an awkward person anyway. Like, it's not that hard to just have small talk with someone. Just be like, oh, so, like, how is, how's your job going? But or... he tried that. He was like, oh, how's the, the cardiovascular game or whatever? Which is, a, to be fair, how I would probably, like, approach it as well. Really? Uh, but, like, he is shut down imid- immediately. The guy's like, it's not a game, Ross. Someone just died on my table. It's like, eh, you could just be sort of like, well, you know, good days and bad days. Yeah, he seems like he's in a bad mood from the start for some reason. He's just a, he's just not a good person. Oh. Alright, that explains it. We go back to Monica's party where she has to give further instructions on pen cap usage. Some <laughs> people are just placing their caps over their pen, but you need to push it down until you hear a click. God, I, I, she speaks to my soul. You are nodding along It's, it's so, so true. Uh, you know, with a lot of the people I work with, um, especially littler ones, mm-hmm. they'll just kind of... Leave it there. And then they'll go and, like, do something else for a while. And the markers will just be out without a pen, without a cap on it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everyone has to use these. And, you know, they're all sticky and then a germy and then you have to sanitize every marker. It's sweet of you to cover for me by saying that this is people that you work with. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not embarrassed. I am who I am. Uh, Gunther wants out of this party. He has had enough. So he tries to leave. Monica just basically yells at him. And is like, no, you're staying at this party. This is great. And so Phoebe kind of takes it upon herself to, like, smuggle him out. Yes. She's like, I'm going to create a diversion and you can leave. Don't look back. Out you go. Gunther wearing a sharp, snazzy shirt with a nice red tie. Yes, he's looking good. Mm-hmm. Looking good. He's, he always gets invited to those parties. And what, what do you think? We've had a few episodes of him now talking. You warming to the old Gunth Gunth? Um... Yeah. He's pretty funny. He's he's alright. Like, yeah, I, I like him enough, especially when you see him a little bit later in the episode. But, yeah, he's, he's fine. Yeah. But, of course, he would show up because he works with Rachel. Mm-hmm. You know? Co-workers. Well, not, not necessarily. I guess. Alright. I he's, know you love him. He's consistently getting invites. Someone not invited to the party. Talk to Richard Burke. Yeah, where's he at? There? I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't want to go to a young person's party. No, he would go. Because, you know knows how important it is to Monica and he's a good guy like that yeah, he just must be busy I guess yeah. they don't even mention him they yeah. don't even put throw a line in there and be like oh he had another like yeah. it's weird it's like it's like we're supposed to forget about him I think, or something well I just think he's like he's so good at everything he could probably sort out the farce straight away like he could just be like Rachel's dad come with me we're gonna smoke cigars for the evening and oh, forget right. our troubles like he could pro- like he would pair him with the with Rachel's dad straight away and just be like, oh, hey, can you keep him occupied? And he'd be like, easy. I'm yeah. a doctor. He likes scotch. I like scotch, probably. Um, <laughs> In your dreams. Yeah. When you guys drink scotch together. And smoke cigars. Smoke cigars. <sighs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, that, that's true. He would be able to handle it, and so we wouldn't get all the humor mm-hmm. and scrambling. So it was a necessary sacrifice. I can't say that I'm thrilled that it wasn't there, but I think in general it makes the episode tick over a little bit better. Yes. All right. <laughs> so... Phoebe creates a dis- <laughs> she creates a diversion by saying that somebody hasn't used a coaster and Monica's like what and comes charging over and Gunther makes his escape. Ah, uh, Monica. Ross Bless. is struggling to keep Rachel's dad away from the other party. He wants to get a drink, which implies that they're not keeping any other boot. Like they're not keeping. Like they didn't grab booze from that party to bring over right. the other one. You would be like, well, he likes scotch, so let's just. Bring the bring scotch bottle. bottle over, and then you won't have to come into this room. Yeah, it seems like maybe in 
Joey and Chandler's place, they had beer. Yeah. And the other one, they had more, like, liquor. Right. But if you're trying to keep someone specifically in that room, just bring the bottle of the one thing that they enjoy. Yeah, well, they didn't think about it, Michael. They would have thought about it on Frasier. They would have thought about it at my party. I would have figured this out beautifully. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so, I just wanted to say that another thing of Monica's craziness that I really love is ever since... I don't remember which episode it was, but ever since that time... They're they're going over to Joey's and trying to cheer him up once he lost his job. And Monica said, "I straightened out your your shower curtain for you, so you don't get mildew." I think about that every time I walk by a shower curtain, and I just think it's really nice. And now I'm very conscious to make sure mine's straight. Would you do it in a stranger's house as well, or like a friend's house if you saw? I don't think so. No. Right. No. Maybe like a very good friend, but not a stranger. Who knows what goes on in there? So, Ross goes to get the dad a drink. He goes into the party, pours himself a scotch, neat. Uh, Rachel's mum sees him and is like, oh, that's my ex-husband's drink. He enjoys that too. He's like, oh, I love this stuff. He goes out to give the drink to Rachel's dad. It'd be helpful if I knew his name. I know. I was Did just going to say his name? Probably. I don't know. Anyway, so... So he fight, he's like meets him in the doorway, in the hallway, basically. And he's like, oh, I need to get my glasses and my cigarettes. And he's like, oh, I'll get them for you, no problem. He goes back in, comes out of the room with the glasses and the cigarettes. And the mom sees him again. He goes, oh, you wear bifocals, you smoke cigarettes. Oh, that's very strange. And Ross is like, to keep up the illusion, he's like, I'll put, I'll put the glasses on and I'll put the cigarette in my mouth. And oh, I'm going to go for a smoke now. Uh, he looks pretty good in the bifocals, I thought. Yeah, he did. It, but it's know. unusual for someone like late 20s to have... To use bifocals is the point. Yeah. So anyway, he walks out the door again and he bumps right into Rachel's dad again, this time with the cigarette in his mouth and wearing his glasses. And he's just sort of like, has to kind of make lame explanations. He's like, oh, I was just warming up the the ear handles for you. <laughs> and I was just uh, moistening the tip of your cigarette. Gross. Yeah. Elizabeth literally covered her ears when I said that sentence. It's a pretty much the most disgusting sentence in the entire world. Ugh, yes. I mean, the word itself, mm-hmm. the M word. Oh, Lord. Elsewhere, Phoebe is approached by more people that want her to smuggle them out of the party, so she basically <laughs> starts doing this. She goes to take a group over, but Monica catches them because Monica's in Joey and Chandler's apartment telling them to keep the noise down. And then she realizes that Gunther's there. And Gunther is just sort of like, and dances away. He's just, he's dance. I he love is, his dance. That's what won me over. He's got a spring in his step. Yeah, she was trying to start a boggle tournament, mm-hmm. and they were just too loud. You know? Yeah. How dare her friends have fun? Mm-hmm. Rachel's mom is concerned for Rachel because Ross is apparently so similar to her father. She's like, all right, I'll see you at the therapist. Fine. And then we kind of launch into a montage of the parents complaining about one another to Rachel. It's pretty common for women to do that. Complain about their exes? No. Well, <laughs> sure, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, today someone that reminds them of their father? Yeah. So I'm told. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was really unusual, this next montage. It's something that I don't think has ever happened in Friends before. You know, you see her talking to her mom and just getting really frustrated and talking to her dad and just being, just kind of staring off like, oh my God, this is what this is going to be like now. Mm -hmm. But then at the end of the montage, just kind of like there was music and it's kind of like, it kind of like overwhelms the sound kind of drowns out the, the sound of them complaining. And then it kind of 
goes into slow motion yeah. and almost like a sort of spinny effect and it's all sort of like oh it's all becoming too much for Rachel like sort of close up on her kind of just like seeming frazzled yeah I don't think they've ever done like a slow motion thing like that before I, I thought it was mm-hmm. kind of out of character for the strange. show yeah it's a little strange I don't know if they needed it to get the point across I, I don't know it. I didn't really like it so Rachel is out in the hallway she's not happy she's really upset Chandler is there to kind of comfort her Chandler, of course, is a child of divorce, so... He gets he's, it. He's there to... Yeah, he gets it. Um, Rachel's having a tough time with it. Yeah, she's asking Chandler how he's dealt with it, and basically just comes to the realization that everything's going to be split now. It's going to be time with her dad, and then time with her mom. I do not wish to seem unsympathetic, but is divorce that upsetting on a, on a, on a, a grown-up? I don't know. I think it depends on the grown up. Yeah. You know, I, like as a kid, I'm like I'm sure it's like mortifying. And it's like really tough and having to split everything up and, you know, there's you know, you're not you're too young to kind of like process it, you know, you that it's a independent decision that's been made based on how these two people are reacting rather than, you know, the kids I'm I'm sure there's a lot of blame assignment for on themselves for it. But as a grown up, you know, well, I think when that, you're not living with them, do you not just want them to be happy? Yeah, I think it can go one of two ways. I think either you just get it, and you're like, "Well, if my parents aren't happy together, they shouldn't stay together." At this point, they've raised their family, they've done mm-hmm. the things they want. Um, but also, you could argue that how long have you been unhappy for? Has basically my whole childhood seeing you guys together mm-hmm. or not together has that been like a lie? You know, they yeah. could kind of go that way. Mm-hmm. So I think it is. I think it just varies by the individual but I imagine it's a lot harder for like a 10 year old to understand and and live with every day than it is a 30 year old yeah I suppose it's made easier if like they split they part on amicable terms and they can still get on or yeah still still be in attendance to things together and not fight but but it must be hard to hear like them just constantly bad mouth the other person yeah they they don't seem like they're ever gonna be able to sit in the same room and so, you know, Rachel kind of talks about childhood memories on the boat on the 4th of July and how it was like, it was hard and they argued, but then when the fireworks started, everyone was kind of happy and it was just those moments and yeah. Yeah, family memory. So she gets a hug from Chandler, which is transferred into a hug from Ross. Chandler. Which you seem to approve of. Me? Yes. Yeah, you know, Chandler, you know, you give Chandler a hard time where he always tries to crack a joke and not get in on the, but he was, he was there when she... When she needed him, and then when he realized that someone else was there, you know, a hug from Ross means more to her than a hug from Chandler. He just oh, it's just a different type of hug. Passed her off, and he got out of there. He did his job well. <laughs> passed her good off for him. Yeah, and yeah. good for Ross coming out and not getting suspicious. Why would he? They're all friends. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because your partner and your best friend—that scenario never happens. I guess, but that—that that would be not not this gang, in my opinion. Okay. No spoilers. <laughs> I mean, Ross, Ross smooched Chandler's mom. This could have been payback. Oh, that's different. I don't know. That's different. So anyway, the parties are winding down. Rachel's mom is looking to leave. Uh, well, they're both trying to leave at the same time, so there's this final, oh, we've almost gotten away with it, but here we go. The danger is ever has never been more prevalent. So they basically try and distract each other. They like do big hugs in the hallway while people walk past. Um... <laughs> 
Ross and Chandler and Joey do a sort of jumping, whoa, yeah, yeah, to kind of like create a party barrier so the dad could walk past them without them seeing each other. It was really funny. Mm-hmm. It was really good. People stay on other sides of doors. There's a final bit where like uh, Rachel's dad is coming out. So Joey sort of pounces upon Rachel's mom and gives him a gives her a good old smooch on the lips so that she's distracted so the dad can leave. A long one. Mm-hmm. You know, so her back is turned to the action and mm-hmm. he kind of waits until they're all gone before he stops. <laughs> Not for the first time. One of the friends kisses one of the other friends' mums. Yes, it seems to be a running theme. Yeah, so if you're keeping score at home, that's Ross's... Ross has smooched Chandler's mum and now Joey is smooched... Rachel's. Rachel's mum. Who seem to be very into it. Yeah. Who's going to go for Judy? Gallagher. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Oh, boy. And, yeah, that kind of wraps it up. You know, the, the Joey comes out with this long kiss, and the mom's just like, oh, this is the best party I've ever been to. Oh, my. <laughs> and roll credits. There we go. And we wrap up with a shot of the flan, and they light a candle, and Rachel makes a wish, and then a volleyball lands on the flan, and... Rachel's like, oh, well, my wish came true really quickly. Good for it. <laughs> good stuff. Yes, good stuff. And that was the one with the two parties. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. It was good. It yeah, was good. I-, I like a bit of farce as well. and mm-hmm. Not as much as me, though. Not, no not one as much enjoys as a piece of classic farce more than I. All right, yes. You, you can take that and That's my thing. wear it around. Um, <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. We are, we've had a lot of parents' introductions now. Mm-hmm. We've added to it today with Rachel's dad. So we've seen Monica and Ross's parents. We've seen both of Rachel's parents. We've seen both of Joey's parents. We've seen Chandler's mum. So the only ones we're missing to complete the set are Phoebe's dad stroke stepdad and Chandler's dad. You have a really good memory for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just ticking them off. I didn't realize that we had never met Rachel's dad until this episode. I can't keep track of it like that. Yeah. I remember him because he's a good... I like him as a character. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, you remembered some of the lines from this one. Well, I told you to cover your ears because someone was going to say moist. Ah, uh, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Yeah, uh, good, uh, good episode. You know, I don't think it was... As I said, it's not quite Fraser levels of farce, but farce is farce. They got it right. It was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something they don't do nearly enough. What do we have going on next? Next up, second last episode of the season. <gasps> oh my goodness. I know, right? This time next week we'll have finished season two. Whoa. Uh, it is the one with the chicken pox. Chicken pox? Yeah. Oh, so little Ben must have contracted them. Mm. Well, I mean, adults can get them, but isn't it normally mm. um, shingles? Oh, jeez. When you know. get it as an adult? I don't know. Oh, Lord. Can't tell you. Did you ever have chicken pox? Yes, I believe I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They kind of like, once one kid get get it, they kind of force y'all into to getting it. Because as an adult, well, it's... you're a savage. No, it's it's more, it's like a harder illness to recover from when you get it as an adult. And then once you get so it, you can never of... get it again. Mm-hmm. So you just sell, get all the, the kids together and they play Oogie Mouth. And, uh, I'm so sorry, they play what? Oogie Mouth. What in the hell is that? Oogie Mouth is a game where you try and spit in somebody's mouth and they try and swallow <gasps> your spit while saying Oogie Mouth at the same time. Oh my god, that's not real. <laughs> no, this is from an episode of South Park where oh like god. one kid had one kid had chicken pox and the mums wanted everyone to get chicken pox. So the mum was like, oh, you go in there and play Oogie Mouth with them. <laughs> oh my god. 
What are they doing over there on South Park? That is just, that is, I, I, now that image is burned into my brain. God. Maybe we should play real quick. Nope, nope. Good way to end the episode. No, I think we should probably just end well, it. Well, no one else wants, Nobody we, wants to hear us anymore. The last episode we ended with me threatening um, domestic violence against you. Oh, so, how unclassy. So let's end with a game of Yugi Mike. Here we go. Ah! Thank you all very much for listening. This has been the Friends to the End podcast with Michael and Elizabeth. If you want to help support the show, at FriendsPod on Twitter. If you have a question for Ask Elizabeth, hit us up on there. Either tweet us or send us a DM. Our DMs are open. And if you want to help support the show in other ways, uh, telling a friend, word of mouth is obviously fantastic. Or you can head over to iTunes and leave us a nice, friendly rating and review. Also check us out on Google Play and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. All right, Elizabeth, two episodes to go in the season. Woo! Looking forward to it. Yeah. Where, what, what are we going towards? Like, last last season we had the, the birth of, of Ben mm. living over our heads. What, right. What, are, what revelations are we going to get? I'm really not sure. Maybe Phoebe's dad? Ooh, well, I feel like yeah. that's the only thing kind of left stone unturned, yeah, if you will. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't really know. It's just yeah. kind of, they're There's... just like standalone episodes right now. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Well, maybe we do like a little summary of the season when we get to the end of it. Yeah. uh, Until then. Bye. See you. Friends till the end on three. One, two, three. Friends Friends till till the the end. end.